0: Yes, everybody. Welcome back to On Our Radar with me, Louis Stuckers. Tonight, we've got the frontman of Lost Boy from the Steel City itself. It's Mr. Max Clutterbuck. How are you doing, Max?
1: Yeah, I'm really well. Thanks, mate. Thank you very much for having me as well. Pleasure. No problem,
0: man. I'm uh, I'm looking forward to this. Well, um, you recently announced your biggest ever UK tour. So tell us a little bit about it. Where? Uh, well, I know I, I'm I'm near Manchester, and I know you're coming to Manchester. But where else are you playing?
1: Yeah. So the idea, really, with these shows is to try and touch um, touch base in places that we've not managed to get to yet. Um, I know that we've got quite a few people um, from some of these cities who've been asking for it for a while, so wanted to make sure that we got sort of like stretched out our reach a bit. Um, so we're we're dropping by Cardiff, uh, Newcastle, Birmingham, uh, London. Going to play Leeds as well, um, and we're going to be in Manchester too. So yeah, we're absolutely buzzing, man. It's a uh, but you know, touching touching new new fan bases, so should be good. We'll see what they've got.
0: Cool, man. I bet you can't wait. And yeah, there's some amazing cities in there.
1: Yeah, no, it, it, honestly, some of them as well, I've not even had a chance to visit. So it's going to be just kind of getting there, getting the feel for for what those cities bring bring for us. And yeah, hopefully um, hopefully the crowds will be, will be after it as well. So yeah, we're looking forward I'm, to it.
0: I'm sure they will be after it and uh, yeah, doing a little bit of the tourism stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. For sure. It's got to be done, hasn't it? <laughs>
0: of course it has. Of course it has. Yeah, you've got, you've got to go and. uh I, I went to a gig this week in Liverpool and literally just a whist, whistle stop after... After work, Wednesday night, got down there and uh, it was at the cavern. But yeah, took in all the sights in about an hour and a
1: half as well. <laughs> Happy days. I've been to the cavern a couple of times, class in there. Oh, uh, man, some, some, some of the names, some of the names etched out in the place. Just, yeah, it's a really cool place. It's got a feel yeah, to it, yeah. isn't it?
0: Yeah, of course it has, man. It's just steeped, obviously, in, uh, in history of the Beatles and everything. But they've got, I, I don't even know if it was there the last time I was there, but um, Chris Shaddock who played with Oasis on their final record and he's Mm -hmm. a scouser and he had donated to the cavern, the last ever drum kit that he played Oasis's last ever gig. And I was just standing there looking at it thinking, Oh my God. Yeah.
1: If I could pinch me moment that.
0: Yes, (laughs) absolutely. Well, let's take it back to the start. And so what was the first record you ever bought?
1: The first record I ever bought, um, I was bought Be Here Now uh, by my uncle. Um, and yeah, that I was something I,
0: I love that album. It gets a bad rep sometimes, but I think that that is, especially in the summer when you're outside in the garden, having a few drinks, I yeah. think that's a huge record.
1: Yeah. I had, I had that one first. My favorite is definitely maybe, but I got, yeah. I had that one first And that made me sort of really want to kind of pick up the guitar. And, you know, back then I, because I, I you know I taught myself how to play and that. So back then I couldn't I couldn't really play much complicated. So the Oasis tunes were uh they, they were pretty good because it's all chordal based stuff from Noel. So um <laughs> yeah 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 no it, it was good. It got me got me into music and got me thinking down the road that we've that we've kind of ended up really. So yeah. Cool.
0: And we're talking about uh new singles then. We are gonna mm. play Wait in a minute. And I just wanna I just want to ask you about because it's weight, as in like weight on your shoulders, or weight, weight of the world, or something. You know, mm. it's not. When when I heard it, I thought it might be like weight, as in wait a minute, but it's not, is it? So yeah. tell us a little bit about the title, and I tell you what, I absolutely love this tune. It's massive, but I just want you to uh, tell us a little bit about it before we play it.
1: Yeah, for sure. So I think it was like the past year. Um, and the sort of the pressures that not just not just me, but like people that are around me, like my loved ones, and that, that I've seen them go through through like you know lockdown and the general sort of s- s- state of society at the moment uh, made me sort of think about the fact that we all kind of in our own capacity uh, carry around you know like this weight on our shoulders and and it, the burden, songs yeah yeah exactly and the songs kind of for me was like personally was about my want to then kind of like try and release some of that and let some of it go going into the new year. Um, so, yeah, I think it's kind of, it's got that feeling of, you know, it's, it's, it's full of the excitement of the prospect of being able to let some of that stuff go, um, but also the, you know, the uh, the sort of looming sense that uh, it might be a little bit more difficult, easier said than done sort of thing.
0: Yeah, no, I get a message yeah. in there, but I also, I, I get the excitement vibe from it. Like, I think it's really fresh and it's just, and especially like we're talking about tours and like, you know, your biggest tour has just been announced and it's this is going to sound amazing live.
1: Yeah, we um we actually uh, trialed this song at a couple of the um, shows that we played coming out of lockdown. I know, like you know, these were the best shows we've ever played, which was nuts because we'd been shut away for so long, and the, and you know, like the the guys who listened to our music, that none of them had had anything for ages from us. So um, it was mad that they came out in the droves that they did. But we we trialed this song out, and the reception to it, we were already getting that feeling. We were like, like you know, it's going to be a good one. People are gonna gonna dig it. So um. Yeah, man. I think we with the whole EP in general. Um, the, uh, there you go. I should probably shouldn't have said that. but There you go. You've got that there. Um, have got I, I like the exclusive. It now, it's coming out. Um, so, yeah. So, so when we, when, the, when is the EP coming out then? No. <laughs> uh, yeah. There you go. It's coming out. It's coming out. It's coming out not too far away. Um, okay. We'll make, we're gonna make okay. people wait a little bit, but uh, it is in the. It is is it's on the, on the cards. Um, but yeah, I mean, the rest of the songs um, that are on that sort of record, are, they're all kind of. They were very much written in a way that we we wrote them because we wanted to play them live. And it, they they come across with that sort of feeling as well. I, first, I get that, yeah. Yeah, it was the first time that we'd been able to get in a studio together too. Last record that we did was just me and um, a guy called Joe Cross, is a good mate of mine, um, plays bass in the Cortinas. But um, it was just me and him in the studio, whereas this was, um, you know, this was very much me and, and you know, the lads um, actually getting in together getting in the live room as well and it had that i think a lot of the energy comes from that feeling that like the buzz that we would have had off each other whilst we were recording so yeah man i'm excited about it
0: do you know something like there's another tune um that was released sort of mid-lockdown i think and that is sort of similar in its message and i got the same vibes and feelings when i heard this and the other Mm -hmm. tune is inhaler when it breaks I don't know if you've mm. heard that song, but I got I'm a the massive, same...
1: massive I am. fan, me. I <laughs> am too, yeah.
0: But I got the same vibes and the same feelings from both of the tunes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We kind of we wanted it to have that, like it's got a bit of crossover. It's going to appeal to a few people. But at the end of the day, like, you know, you took take that song um, and you put the instruments in our hands and listen to it in the room. And we wanted it to sound the same. Um, and it does. So yeah, we really gassed over it.
0: Well, let's hear it now because it's massive. This is weight on In Your Ears Music. <music> your friends. So then, Lost Boy, um, I was reading that you are four high school mates and I absolutely love that. Tell us a little bit
1: about it. Yeah, so we, um, when I started secondary school, um, I met two young lads equally as quiet and tucked away as me, um, a guy called Ethan and, and Henry. They're now my bassist and, and my drummer. Um, but we started sort of, yeah, knocking out dodgy covers and my dodgy first, <laughs> my, my first um, sort of, yeah, Blacklisted writing efforts that no one will ever hear. Um, well, some people have heard it actually, and you know, the feedback you get from those is a little, little questionable. But um, yeah, we start. That's kind of what started the ball rolling. Really, um, Ethan played drums before, and Henry actually played piano. He'd never touched the bass in his life, and I was complete, completely musically inept. Um, and uh, <laughs> musically inept. I like yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, it, to, to to coin it, to coin a phrase in like a polite way. But um, but yeah, so we started sort of bashing bashing songs out, and we we did it for you know throughout school really and it kind of it was really nice because I never really enjoyed school that much and it was a really refreshing sort of thing to be getting on with like we every lunch and break time we'd be cracking off to like the music rooms and that just practicing it, it gave us it, it gave me a reason to go to school which was quite nice um, good, if, if me mum and dad hear that they'll be like yeah yeah that sounds about right um, <laughs> but, um worth it in but the yeah. end man. Yes, yeah, so and the the two the two lads actually went to uni in Sheffield, um, where they then met um, Jack Berry, who is our lead guitarist, and he's an absolute machine. Um, a lot of he, he really a lot really, of lead
0: guitarists aren't they? Yeah,
1: he he <laughs> really really shines on um on on the on these new tracks. Um, yeah, he's an absolute legend. He's a funny funny fucker as well. So, uh, but um but yes, yeah, so we met him, and that's kind of where it all kind of took off really. Um, we went down the road of uh, of the sort of the Lost Boy moniker. We hadn't had that name before, and and um and yeah, started started turfing out music that was sounding a lot more convincing than before. So that's kind of the story, really, about what you'd expect, really, mate.
0: Yeah, cool. No, I like it, but I love the fact that you've known each other since high school. I think that's pretty special.
1: Yeah, it means it means that we do have tiffs uh, relatively often. Like <laughs> I the, can understand the, the, that the the, the the practice rooms full of bad mouthing, but um, but yeah, no, we, we we get on all right. We love each other really.
0: Of course you do. Of course you do. So if you could go out for a drink with anyone from the music industry, I tell you what, I think I want to go out for a drink with your lead guitarist. <laughs>
1: no, mate, you're invited. You're invited to the next session, mate. Drop, yes. drop me, in, drop me your number after, and we'll get you in the WhatsApp group. Oh okay, <laughs> come on. <laughs> um, oh, this is but such if you an odd question. Go out for a
0: drink with anyone. Who would it be? I know it's subjective. I know it's subjective, but I'm also going to ask their city or yours as well
1: their city or mine yeah sheffield
0: or wherever the hell they're from
1: (laughs) i reckon if i had to take somebody out i'd take jarvis from pulp out for a drink because i think he's a proper extravagant character yeah uh, I reckon he'd have loads of stories, and he'd I think probably he'd start just,
0: speaking French to you as well, wouldn't he? He would, and I, I
1: think it'd just get really like fucking weird and mad after. <laughs> yeah, and I'd be I'd be there for that, um, <laughs> and I would be to having him in my city um, because he knows it so well as well. So he knows it have, so well. We, we'd we'd have all all the haunts mate. Oh all the my old god!
0: Oh, that would that, that would be a legendary night out.
2: Yeah,
0: have <laughs> to So we got. Um, we got a sneaky, sneaky, sneaky little exclusive before we were on the EP, and I won't push you for the release date. But can you tell us anything that we might be able to expect in the unreleased tunes?
1: Yeah, so I mean, the, the whole like record is sort of based around this poignant idea that when people do stuff to you or like say things to you that with, with like malice, or um, you know, do do things that you know, that affect you in a negative way that normally in the optimistic view that I quite like to have is that those things tend to be fueled by like an underlying sort of like caring, natural, there's love there. And I think it makes you do stupid shit sometimes. Um, Yeah, I I get that actually. I know. I know exactly where you're coming from with that. Yeah. And the, uh, so then it was kind of with that idea um, but obviously in also then applied to sort of the context of like what we're all having to do in terms of like, you know, with the lockdowns and things like that and all these social measures that have been put on us. And it really does hack a lot of people off. But I think that behind it all, like, you know, it's, it's got the best intentions there. Yeah. I think that's what the inspiration was really. Um, but it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's just quite like a personal. Like journey for me really that explores the things that I was feeling when we came out of lockdown um, and sort of, you know, you got that final sort of chance to reflect on what you'd actually been through and how you'd felt. Um, and yes, yeah, so it it's just very sort of like an honest take on those thoughts and feelings I was having really in the hope that other people, um, you know, probably have been through exactly the same thing and felt, felt similar, you know?
0: Well, that's it. We've, we've, we've all been through that, haven't we? So I think it'll be a very relatable record and, yeah. and people, you know, totally understand the, the message there as well. Yeah. Um,
1: a lot of the, um, a lot of the songs sort of, you know, fault us as, as individuals as well, or not so much as individuals, but as like human beings, and it's kind of a call for like we need to sort ourselves out and change how we approach things, really. Otherwise, we're gonna end up weird. Um, there's one song on there that we actually wrote in the studio, um, and it's called Change, and um, and yeah, that that really, you know, you when you hear the record, you'll understand that, like, it. Like a call, sort of like for this. It's got like almost this hopeless sort of feel to it where it's like just crying out to people to sort of like have a little bit of a reflect on what's going on and, and sort it out. I'm looking forward to it. And uh
0: yeah, no, I can't wait to hear it. I think it's it's gonna obviously have a social message, but we know the tunes are going to be hard and we know, we know we're gonna enjoy it.
1: Yeah. I think it's the funny thing really with my writing is I'll always I'm writing the songs with sort of that more superficial idea in mind is that I just want them to slap. And like go off live and I'm like, yeah. if I do enjoy playing this and I can hear it in my head, then then I'll think I'm down the right track. It's only after that then I listen back to them and I almost like the songs are telling me things about me that I didn't even know. Uh, which, is, which is quite is quite interesting really, yeah. My songs know me better than I know myself, which is, which is, I quite like cool that. Often. I tell you what, nobody's ever said that to me before, but I like that. My songs yeah. know
0: me better than I know myself. Yes. Yeah. Which,
1: which is pretty good sometimes, and other times can be a bit shit scary. So uh, it keeps me <laughs> on my toes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> course it does. <laughs> so I always ask this question if you could go back in time and watch any gig in history, anywhere in the world, who would it be?
1: If I could go back in time, I would go to um I'd go to oh God, this is hard.
0: It's a difficult one, mate.
1: It's I've got that, that's, that's, I'm jumping straight at two and I can't decide between them. Ooh. Um so I'm toying between Spike Island um oh st- Stone Roses or I'm toying with Nebworth Oasis. And it's a really <laughs> tough one. Um that is very I think tough. it would have to be it'd have to be the Nebworth show, I think. I think that was just such a like event, and I think such that it kind moment. of it kind of went undiscussed, really. Uh, to sort of in in current day, people don't really talk about it too much. But um yeah, I mean, just the stuff that you've I went obviously went and watched the film as well. And it's just I was going to say
0: the film. Um, oh my god! And to be fair, they did such a such a, an amazing job of it as well because yeah, it got a couple of the audience members really to tell it through their eyes. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's one of the one of the beautiful things about a gig like that on, on that magnitude is the fact that you've got people from all walks of life going on their own individual journey just to get to that gig and yeah i, yeah. I think and then obviously the mass come you know the mass gathering if you like but wow
1: yeah, yeah. i think i've got um pick. got tickets um to go to uh liam's show there so um, so am i wish re- yeah which, um, so uh, which night you're going, man? Which night we're going? going on? Well, we're going on Saturday. Oh, I'm going on the Friday. Oh, no, I've <laughs> just missed you. Our buses will be passing. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. No, me, me, me and the missus have already said that if we go there, we're going to try and go there in like the authentic way, like just the most roundabout, fucking convoluted route that we can find, just so that it feels like it would have for them. I like um, it. But, yeah. No, I'll be good, man. I'm literally, I'm buzzing for it. It has to, yeah. It has to be Nebworth I wish I could go back to that. So we are going to be like ships
0: sailing in the night, passing each other, and I'm going to be on my way out on be feeling rather hungover, and you're going to be on your way in feeling leery and ready for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can, get,
1: you, can drop, you can drop me a message and let me know what sort of mood Liam's vocals were in.
0: <laughs> oh, I tell you what, man, he's, he's been on fire recently. The last couple of years, I think that vocal is back.
1: Yeah, he is, he is back. He is back. Hopefully, oh, he, he shouldn't hear this. Hopefully, he won't even fucking have me for that one here. Oh, he's a listener. <laughs> <laughs> Shots!
0: So, I want to ask you one final question. And it's about your city, the steel city. Mm-hmm. What does coming from Sheffield mean to you?
1: I think that one thing that I've probably, and it comes across in the music as well, one thing I've learned from being there is the people are just so honest in such a refreshing way i think like, so, I, yeah. I, th- I think you really push to come across sort of you know not, not so much fakery but like this uh, yeah like like superficial personalities that that you can get sort of elsewhere and uh, yeah I've, I've always felt considering that you know i was you know me and the band started as sort of outsiders really to the city it's just kind of opened its arms to us and everyone's been so accepting um, and sort of gatekeepers and the guys at BBC introducing and that, they've just been so calm and yeah, yeah really just pleasant, honest people and that's the sort of people that I like, so yeah. Beautiful,
0: man. Nice little ode to Sheffield, the Steel City. And we've yeah. got one more tune to play us out before we do go and it's called Bad News. I want you to tell us a little bit about it and I also want you to introduce this one. It's over to you, Max.
1: Yeah, so I think that Everybody knows that the last couple of years have been a little bit shit for, uh, for the vast majority. Um, yeah, and yeah, this, this, this track is um, it's a real sort of yeah, finger poke at those people that have put us through the ringer um, over the last 12 months. So yeah, this is bad news. Thank you for listening.